Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Growing influence the complete leader way. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. We are doing something a bit different today. If you are a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that we dive into one of the principles of the Complete Leader, the book, uh, each and every week with Ron Price. This week, though, we are taking a look at a different book. It's a new book by Ron Price and Stacy Ennis, co-authors of Growing Influence, a story of how to lead with character, expertise, and impact. So Ron Price, Stacy Ennis, welcome. Thank you, Dale. Good to be here. Thank you, Dale. Very, very glad to be here today. So we know a lot about Ron because he is the focal point of the podcast, the complete leader. But Stacy, let's take a quick moment to learn more about you and your background. Tell us about you. Sure. So I'm, I'm going to give you a relatively abbreviated version um, so we don't take the whole podcast on it. Um, but I, I started out my career um, in book editing. Um, actually, before that, I was teaching, but eventually moved into book editing. And through that process and a number of things I won't detail, um, I ended up serving as the executive editor of Healthy Living Made Simple magazine, which is a Sam's Club publication. We reached about 11 million readers per issue. So it was a, a, a large job and a great learning experience. Around that same time, um, through the work with Sam's Club and also through some of the other work I was doing, um, I connected with a Nobel Prize winner in medicine. I ended up ghostwriting for him for about four years did every piece of content you can possibly imagine from a book to Twitter parties back, back when that was popular, um, video scripts, just anything you can imagine. Um, another great learning experience there too. Um, and then out of that, through some of the connections that I made in those roles, I ended up writing more books. So I ended up coming in and either helping collaboratively write books or coach people who are writing books or ghostwrite books. Um, and so I, I moved out of the space of editing and really into the creation of books. And a lot of my experience, at, so when I worked with Healthy Living Made Simple and also with the Nobel Prize winner I mentioned, those were both startups. Um, they were starting up a brand or they were starting up a magazine and there were a bunch of other projects and um, brands that I was working with on content strategy. Um, and so I took that experience and alongside writing books, I started working with companies and also with individual personal brands to help them develop their voice and understand their content strategy and really clarify their message. Um, and so today, everything that I do is an outgrowth of, of, of that story I just told you. Um, I'm, I'm still writing books. I write about two and a half books a year. And um, I also have a uh, consulting firm called Next Level Women Leaders, which I co-founded with three other fantastic women. Um, and I do coaching and consulting um, myself as well. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. Oh, and I guess the last thing is that I recently moved to Thailand. So along <laughs> the way, um, I lived in the Dominican Republic. I lived in Vietnam for a little while. Um, I went to Cincinnati to do my master's degree. And then back to Idaho, which um, Boise, Idaho is my hometown, which I, I adore the city. Um, but we were ready for a change. So about you know, a couple, I guess it's been almost a couple months 
ago, we moved to Phuket, which is an island, a large island in southern Thailand. With her, with her husband and two children. And yes. Dale, um, <laughs> Stacy did a great job, but I knew she wasn't going to tell the whole story. So I'm going to for her. Um, I, back in 2003, 2004, I wrote a book really aimed at my children called Finding Hidden Treasures. And um, I developed a relationship with a publishing company, Aloha Publishing, around 2010. And they wanted to do a rewrite of that book. And they told me that um, actually they had a wonderful executive editor who could do most of the work and I wouldn't have to do that much. Mainly what they wanted to do was cut about 30 or 40 pages out of the book. And they introduced me to Stacy. And that, that book came out in, I think, December of 2012. And it was called Treasure Inside, 23 Unexpected Principles That Activate Greatness. And uh, Stacy was the person who really led that project. And that was the first book that was published uh, under Aloha Publishing. And then uh, several, a few years later, in 2014, Randy Lisk and I wrote a book called The Complete Leader, which you and our listeners know about. And Stacy was our executive editor for The Complete Leader. And I'll never forget, I was uh, working in Tokyo. And I finished the conclusion of the book and had this tremendous emotional uh, release or sense of relief that we've, this project that we worked over three and a half years on was finally finished. And I sent it off. And two weeks later, Stacy returned the manuscript to me with something like 450 edits. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what got us to the point where we knew each other and started exploring the idea of collaborating on this book, Growing Influence. That sets a perfect stage then to talk about how did, how did Growing Influence come to be out of your relationship? I think I'm going to let Stacy respond to that because she has a different perspective than me with, from her own experience. So let's see what she has to say. And then I'll add a few points maybe. Yeah. So Ron, I'm trying to remember what year you originally approached me about this. So it had to be 2000. We looked it up. Was it 2015? I think so. Yes. I think it was the end of 2015. Um, and so Ron had been um, teaching on these principles in the book for, for quite some time. I know it's, it was over a decade. Correct, Ron? Yeah, that sounds close, at least. <laughs> yeah. So he had, been, he had been sharing and teaching the principles that are in the book for a long time and um, had received encouragement to write a book about it. And so Ron reached out to me in 2015 and for a number of reasons, um, the, the project kind of got put on hold. And then we picked it back up um, in 2017. Uh, and, and, and actually, I think we connected about it one more time in between that period. Yes. And eventually, then finally picked it up and, and started working on it. Um, but the, the book really grew out of those concepts the the manifestation of sharing those concepts i'd say is where the collaboration came in and i'd also say maybe expanding on clarifying in a way that works in this particular context as well would you agree yeah that's great um, andy johnson a member of our team is the one who kept saying ron you need to get this into a book 
And I originally created an outline that I think I sent to you, Stacy, um, sometime during 2016. And toward the end of the year, we said, okay, 2017 is, the, is when we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, we scheduled time to spend together working on it in February of 2017. That really got my mind moving forward. So I spent a lot of time thinking about it in December of 2016. And um, Originally, we were just thinking that it was going to be another nonfiction business book. And uh, we, we started exploring the idea that maybe it would be more effective, maybe it would be more useful to our readers if we wrote it as a fiction story or as a business fable. And uh, so we really started exploring that in earnest in the uh, early part of 2017. Let's go and dissect that early part of 2017 when you start to work together. And it sounded like you actually spent some time face-to-face -face working through this. What goes into co-authoring a book? It's one thing for an author to say, hey, I've got an idea, start to work on it, bring a team around her or him. But to actually go in with two names on the cover, what, what are some of the things that go into that that the rest of us just wouldn't be aware of? Well, I would say, first of all, um, we didn't intentionally set out for it to be a collaborative project co-authoring. Initially, um, my conversations with Stacy were that I wanted to write this book. Here's the outline. I think I sent her a recording of one of the talks I gave around some of the models in the book. And can you help me because I've got a busy schedule and you're a better writer than me. Can you help me get it across the finish line? Dale, for me, uh, this is my seventh or eighth book, arguably, depending on how you'd interpret that rewrite that we talked about earlier. And I learned early on that when I work on it alone in isolation, it's a big slog for me. It's hard. It's really hard for me to meet schedules and move things forward. And if I've got a team around me, it makes a huge difference. And Stacy, I, because of the previous work that we'd done together, I really admired her skills, her character, the way she approached things. She's really an exceptional human being. So originally I thought, well, Stacy, you're gonna be the, the key person who helps me get this across the finish line. But as we began to talk about it, it became clear to us that maybe this was going to require a different approach. And the more that we leaned into that approach of telling it as a story, the more I began to realize that Stacy wasn't going to help me. She was going to have a co-equal part in it, that she was really going to be the co-author. So Stacy, I remember early on, I said to you that I wanted it to be Ron Price with Stacy Ennis, because I don't like the idea. You, I'm sure that you have a different opinion, which would be interesting probably mm -hmm. for our, our listeners. But I, I don't like the idea of a ghostwriter. I want to acknowledge the person who's put a lot of effort into it. But it didn't take very long before I said, it's not going to work Ron Price with Stacey Ennis. It's going to have to be Ron Price and Stacey Ennis because her contributions were critical to us telling the story the way that we wanted to tell it. And I'll just say for the listeners, because I know both of you, it was so fun to see the uniqueness of each of you be realized on the pages. And it was, yeah. it was very evident in a, in a very I'm going to say beautiful way, um, just because of how powerful the story is behind it. We're going to talk more about what's in the book uh, during a future conversation for the podcast. So I'll, just, I'll tease the listeners with that, though, that it, it really is evident in the pages you can see, and it, and it works together more like the meshing of gears in a, 
in a finely tuned watch than, uh, and it was just, it was really fun to see. So how, for both of you, how was this project different? Because you've both collaborated on books. I mean, it was Ron Price and Randy Lisk on The Complete Leader. Uh, Stacy, you told us about the collaborations that you've had in the past. How is this project different? Well, for me, uh, most of the books that I've worked on have been nonfiction or strict fiction. So not, not as many in the fiction realm. Um, I've never written a straight fiction uh, book before. And so coming into this project, and I remember when Ron, because I have to give all of the credit to Ron for pushing this to a different space. You know, we had a whole book planned out that was a straight nonfiction leadership book. And he came and said, I have this idea. And I, I think for me, it was, it was really exciting to work on a project that felt like it was doing something, we were doing something different. And we were taking a little bit of a risk in telling the story in a different way, in engaging readers in a different way. And so for me, the, the main difference is that I got to not only share these amazing leadership principles that are, are really potentially transformative for people, but I also got to imagine and dream and create and really get into the storytelling and the characters. And it's not something that I get to do that often um, in the genres that I typically work in. So it, it was very, a very meaningful and fulfilling process and very different. Yeah, for me, Dale, part of what was, um, that I, I'd have to say this was the most synergistic collaborative project that I've ever done with anybody. It, it was amazing to me how smoothly this flowed, and I really give a lot of that credit to Stacy. but when I look back on it, I think what Stacy brought to the project is she really is a masterful uh, writer. She understands uh, English and writing much better than I probably ever will. And I respect that a lot about her. But she also has tremendous emotional intelligence and insights into how to work effectively with somebody. I, I come from, I've had a number of different, uh, I guess you could say careers. And one of my early careers was in theater. And for a period of time, I was a playwright. I, I wrote, I don't know, four or five different plays. So when we began to think about this being a fictional story, I immediately began to shift into my playwright gear, which meant that I began to see scenes and acts in the story. And um, we got together, we actually spent four days together just talking through the story. Keeping in mind, we already had the outline for the content that we wanted, but how do we make it human? How do we create this level of uh, drama and tension and resolution that's going to make it engaging? So for those four days, a part of what we did is get to know each other better and talk a little bit about what was important to us. And a part of what we did was uh, walk through what I was envisioning as the scenes of the story. Stacy took that and added to it. She added some more colors, some more seasoning. She added some scenes I hadn't thought of. And it began to get a life of its own that we really shared together. Neither one of us owned it. It became something that it was kind of hard to remember who contributed what part mm -hmm. here or there. And um, she applied her great writing skills to turn it into something that was good literature. <laughs> mm. 
um, so to me, that was what was different about this. We, I, we've never done anything quite like that before and how smoothly it unfolded. And when um, she br brought back her first version of the manuscript to me and I read it, I, there was this sense of this is hitting the bullseye of what I was hoping. Now we still had a lot of polishing, we still had a lot of editing to do, but I felt like overall this was the best possible outcome that I could have wished for. That we, uh, with, with her skill, we'd been able to tell this story that was teaching these principles that I really believe are transformative and universal in a way that really engaged people, not only their mind, but also engaged their heart. So I'm reaching back into my television news days and from a television mm -hmm. news perspective, when you have two people who work together and in a public way that, that is consumed by the public, i.e. Two, two authors in your case, uh, and, it, and it works well, it's called chemistry. So I'm wondering, was the chemistry between the two of you in this professional setting immediate or was there some defining moment as you were talking through, working through the book that set this in motion? Well, I have to say, I mean, I've, I've had very deep admiration for Ron um, ever since the first project that we worked on together. I think that when you meet somebody who very clearly respects people and lives their values and deeply cares about the work that they do and the people they impact, it's hard not to feel that admiration. So I think, you know, we've been working together for a really long time. I don't know that I could say an exact moment, but I will say that, that um, Ron and I had never worked together in this close of capacity before on any project. We'd worked, you know, we'd had meetings about other projects that might be a couple hours. We would email, we might get on a phone call, but, um, you know, spending four days together, with his wife, Pam, bringing tea and really getting the opportunity to, um, you know, sit down and talk for many hours of recorded interviews and, and lunch. Um, I definitely feel like that to me is kind of the next, uh, what kind of like set us up on the next stage of getting to know each other in that capacity. I think for me, Dale, one of the things that was reinforced in working with Stacy is this adage, which I think is true most of the time, maybe not 100% of the time, but this idea that people will generally live up to your expectations of them. And um, Stacy, because of what she expected from me, I felt like it gave me the ability to live up to her expectations. <laughs> Um, it's amazing to me when there's respect for each other, how much it opens up the ability to be creative together and to achieve things together. And it's respect, not glad handing, or it's not that you agree with everything. It's not because I felt like we both had the ability or the freedom to share that we had a different perspective on things. And I don't know if I mean, Stacy might see it differently, but for me, it was never one person was more in charge. There was just this mutual respect that enabled us to work at a much higher level of creativity and collaboration. Mm. And um, that's the big thing that I saw that made this chemistry work. It's also interesting that we're from different generations. So I think that added to our creativity because I see things through the filter of a baby boomer 
and um, the the life that I've lived, uh, the kind of upbringing I had, and things like that. Stacy is not a baby boomer; she's from another generation, and so our respect for each other's approach, I think, added a lot of value in the final product. I'm convinced that our main character in the book, Emily, um, Stacy, did a really wonderful job of making her human. And of course, if we were writing a full novel that was going to be 400 pages, Stacy could have gone a lot further with that and there could have been a lot more texture. We intentionally were writing this as the book that would be uh, fairly easy for people to read in one or two sittings. So it's 181 pages or 175 pages or something like that instead of 400. But she did a wonderful job of bringing Emily, the heroine in the story, to life and making her challenges and opportunities and experiences something that's very relatable for other people so the book is uh, by the time this podcast is released to the public the book is widely available what's the what's the marketing plan for this how are you going to make sure that this gift really does get in the hands of as many people as possible well our publisher for this book is uh, greenleaf book group or publishing group and um they're working with booksellers and distributors across North America and a little bit overseas, especially in English speaking countries. The book is going to be available in Barnes and Noble stores. It's available at barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. And um, we've invested more resources in getting the word out about this book than any book that I've ever worked on. I don't know about Stacy, but for me, and I've, I've made a big investment because I really believe in the message of the book. It's not so much, obviously, we hope that we can recover the investment that we've made, but that's not the primary motivator. Primary motivator is that this is something that I hope in some small way will give people um, a guide that they can use throughout their life. And it really doesn't matter with some where somebody's working. It doesn't matter whether they work in the home or outside of the home. I, the principles in the book, I believe, are universal and really give you the opportunity to grow your influence, to have the maximum impact in the world that you live in. I know it's been fun to see the social media posts. Each of you received your first case of books. Um, what was that like? Uh, specific to this project, you've, because you've both received your cases of books in the past, was there a difference in this case of books arriving at your doorstep? <laughs> Go ahead, Stacy. <laughs> yeah, so I actually only have one copy right now because um, I'm in Thailand and we weren't sure about the mail. Um, so it was very exciting, number one, to see if it would make it to my, <laughs> to my house um, because this was the first time anybody had used my new address and it's, it's very long and complicated. Um, but yeah, absolutely receiving it. I have to say this book is beautifully produced. Um, it's it's just the the feel of it the the pages it's just a, it's I've I've worked on a lot of books over the last decade plus and it's really a beautiful book so just opening it and seeing the book after all this time all this energy all this heart I you know we went through so many drafts on this book we brought in so many people to give us useful thoughtful feedback and made you know revisions based on that and to finally have it in my hand was was pretty amazing. For me, Dale, 
Um, first of all, I have to give a shout out to the team at Greenleaf uh, Book Group Press because they did a tremendous job uh, managing this project for us. They brought great creativity. They were, they were collaborative as well. It's so interesting to me how you get to a title for a book. We, we did not start with this title and um, it took, there was a bit of a struggle for us to get to the point where we decided this is what the title of the book ought to be. It's so funny because later on, I went back to some of my slide decks that I've used for sharing some of these principles and the title on my slide decks was Growing Influence. <laughs> it was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but oh, so, great. so I, want, I really do wanna give a shout out to Greenleaf because they've done a terrific job. Now I have to confess, Dale, that um, maybe it's because I'm a man who's a product of parents who came through World War II and were focused on sacrifice and duty and things like that. But when a box of books comes normally, it's not an emotional experience for me. <laughs> I'm on to the next thing and um, I've got an extremely busy schedule right now. So the people around me said, come on, Ron, get excited about this. Make it a bigger deal than you normally do, Ron. So I had to be prodded into having a picture taken of me opening the first box of books. And it's so interesting because that picture that got posted in uh, my LinkedIn account is the most responded to post I've ever had in LinkedIn. Oh, funny. So the folks around me are convincing me that it's okay to show a lot, a little bit of enthusiasm from time to time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and this, I'll just, once again, let the viewer, uh, the uh, listeners know I've had a chance to read this a, a pre-read and Get your hands on this book. It is truly amazing. So what about the additional, any additional resources that are going to be coming out with this? I know, Ron, you've taught on this in the past, but uh, do you have some other things in mind? We do. If, um, if our listeners go to uh, price-or-associates.com forward slash growing influence, we have additional resources for the book that a website or that link is also included in the book so that you can go there and it has uh, materials for doing a book study with a group of people. Um, we will be, we have some video interviews that Stacy and I have done together that are, are posted on that website. Um, we have a number of other templates that take advantage of the models that we cover in the book that people can download and use for developing their own influence, for growing their own influence. So we have a lot of additional resources. Again, that's at price-associates.com forward slash growing influence. Perfect. And that, will, uh, that web address will also be in the show notes of this podcast. If you're driving and thinking, oh, I need to be sure and go visit that website, you can always come back to the show notes for the podcast. So with that, um, thank you very much, both of you, for this conversation. We are, we're going to stay on the line and record another edition of the podcast that will be released really soon. And in the next conversation, we're going to dive into the actual book. And without giving away anything because uh, it is a fantastic story. We're going to let you learn a little more about the characters in the book, David and Emily, and um, also uh, just give some insight into the story. So that's going to come up in the next edition of the Complete Leader Podcast. Be sure and visit that website. It's price-associates.com slash 
Growing Influence. Did I get that right, Ron? You did. Thank you. All right. And uh, for more leadership resources, you can always find the website, thecompleteleader.org. Ron Price, Stacey Ennis, thank you both so much for this conversation. We look forward to our next conversation about the book on the next edition of this podcast. This is the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.